Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, we've got to get that done tonight. Seriously. No, we've got to get that live tomorrow. So, okay, I'll work on it. Gosh, I'm so stressed. You know, I need a break. Let's turn on the news. This just in, an entire school bus of children fell off a cliff. They all died uh, due to the engine bursting from climate change. Also, the driver was trans. Oh my, okay. I know, I'm sorry. I forgot to attach it to the email. I know the client's ticked. I, I'll do it. I'm, oh. I'm so stressed. I need to distract myself. Something. Joe Biden fell off his Peloton today and somehow hit nuclear war codes. Oh my. Can I wait till Monday? Can I play? <sighs> okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on a Sunday. I'll, dude, I'm so stressed. My personal problems are crazy right Donald now. Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, and Joe Rogan all set to compete in a Hunger Games style competition. The location? Epstein's Island. Okay. What is happening? Why is Elon's body shaped like that? You know, 2020, we all thought, what a crazy year. And I guess every week it just gets crazier. It's so great having access to every piece of information that the world is going through at any given time. Yep. I think it's perfect. Dude, I saw the most depressing stuff. They just want us to know about it. It's like, remember growing up and be like, why are people watching the evening news? They're just like, 11 kids burned in a fire. And now (laughs) we're just all watching the evening news we made fun of our parents for watching yeah those same headlines are in our pocket and in our like you know give me give me constantly yeah i i had to learn about some poor iowa family that a like a wild ant or some random person just killed him wait it was either a wild animal or a person both (laughs) that person is not as an animal when you think about it oh it's just horrible stuff so let's have a good laugh today on the podcast none no more sound this is where you come for fun, happy headlines. Happy heads. Yes. Us too. So enjoy the episode. Give us five stars. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we're you're in for a good one. Roll music. Let's do it. Correct opinions. Correct opinions. 
Jake, there might be a new development in my um, my feelings for birds. Oh, so if you're a longtime listener, you know, I think I don't I don't think we need the birds. I think uh, that the, as the legend Nick Miller calls them, they're just rats of the wind, right? They're the <clears throat> vermin of the clouds. We don't need them. But I tell you this, um, our little one of our little smaller trees on our property okay. is out by the porch. I, I peeped over and noticed a bird's nest with okay. a few eggs in it. Okay, that's breakfast. And so that's what I mean. I've been having daily delicious little eggs from I don't know what bird. No, I I spend a lot of some mornings out there, and I'll, over time I've noticed you know the mama birds in there, and they start to and they've hatched. And there's a little bird, and you step out, and you'll hear it, and you look, and there's this little bird like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they that's a baby bird voice. <laughs> Dead serious. And you like it? You like, or what? That's kind of cute. And then you watch the mama bird come in there. You know she's feeding her. And then I saw her. I don't know if this was like a husband or some guy trying to eat her children. Okay. But another bird was, she was trying to have to play a little defense. That was fun to watch. <laughs> but it's it, been pretty cute. You think the second bird could have been a husband? That the mama yes. bird went, you know, and that's how I made was, a covenant bond. That's how I was raised. Yes. <laughs> if you see an animal... I remember my dog started humping things. Or like he's, they went through premarital counseling before he did. <laughs> That's how I was raised. Every animal is monogamous, as far as I'm concerned. Which, by the way, I did not want to do premarital counseling. I thought, hey, we're good. I'm happy. My my parents, my mother was very upset about this. You're mm-hmm. gonna do it. You were gonna we'll do it. And I said, well, did you do it? She goes, no. <laughs> oh, so you want me to do it because all my all the freaking millennials are doing it? You've been married for thirty years. Why don't I just do what you do? So we did it. And then the next part of the story, she sat you down and she goes, I've been very unhappy for 30 years. <laughs> if we had just talked this through for two hours <laughs> with a local pastor, who knows? Who knows what could have happened? You'd have several more siblings. Maybe, yeah. Maybe your dad would have a different personality. So just think about that. <sighs> little bullet dodge. But the birds are, I'll keep you all apprised. But so far, it looks like there's maybe one baby bird in there. Just Although, the one, huh? I feel like I'm just seeing one. Okay. But, uh, well, good for this family, for this husband and wife. Starting small, mm-hmm. one kid at a time. I was out there, noticed it doing a little yard work, not to brag. And also, what I noticed on the yard work, a woman walked by, elderly woman walking a dog. And a few doors down, I heard her yell, "You, I'm going to get my money. And I heard someone from the porch yell, Anybody owe you no money? Shut up and keep walking. <laughs> and then she walked by me, and I, she kind of goes, There, she goes, They're. I'm trying to keep my head down. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, their dog attacked my dog, and they're going to pay. I love when people get you involved in yeah, whatever is going on. It was just like old beagle. She was walking. I go, well, I, this is what I said. I go, he looks like a good boy. She goes, he is. Is he married? <laughs> what did the other dog do to it? <laughs> uh, so... I don't know what's happening on my street, man. <laughs> I had another woman once ring my doorbell. She's like, did your ring doorbell catch this? I had a I had a bag of wine that when I wasn't looking, someone snagged and walked by. Did your ring catch that? And he was, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I think it's, it's yeah, it's Daniel. She's like, I, what are you talking about, lady? There's this, a lot of info there. She just leaves out a bag of wine in the street in the middle of the summer. Yeah, what are you walking around with? a? She said a bag of wine. Did she take it out of the box? It's just a bag? <laughs> She, she bag like, it herself? She's like hanging it on a tree, <laughs> slapping the bag, college style. Yeah. So 
I don't know what's going on my street. She's using it like Hansel and Gretel style so she doesn't lose her way home. Yeah. I'm going to put this bag of wine here. That's how I know to take a left. Leaving alcohol everywhere. Yeah. It's amazing that people in your neighborhood owe each other money. Like when have you ever like, that's like a thing that like, like a phrase like, man, ew, what does he owe you money or something? You know, it's like no one actually owes anyone money. It's a funny thing. She's probably, she's like, I, I wanted to ask her like, what's the amount? Maybe she's like, your dog, your dog attacks mine. You owe me a hundred bucks. <laughs> and they're like, what What system is this? Mm-hmm. Sounds like that. They're probably at a standstill. Gotcha. Yes. Um, which really... Just, I always attacked my dogs when I was 10. Really? I don't know if we got any money for that, but... Uh, That's scary. I, is that why you don't have a dog no now? Problem. Yes. What did the dog do to you? Birds. I got attacked by birds and dogs. Three dogs. I was out, out at the uh, Lake Eufaula. Okay. Three dogs ran out of their, I don't know. She literally opened the front door and they just beelined to me and attacked me. I don't know what, to, in hindsight, I've come across so many dogs. Dogs don't just attack you. No. So I don't know what, I. maybe, you know, I remember it was Thanksgiving. Maybe I had like spilled a bunch of like gravy on my pants. And they're, because they're, they're getting my pants off. Me I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I don't know either. That's my best guess. But just a little scrape. No worries. A lot of... Uh, miscommunication or just um, curiosity in life can be um, analyzed and really um, concluded by theorizing, maybe I just had gravy on my pants. You can you can sleep easy once once you give yourself the hypothetical situation of like, maybe there's just gravy in my pants. Yeah, if your kid's not that popular or something, <laughs> or you just rubs, yeah, just soak his undies in gravy. <laughs> and he'll, they'll people, he'll give him attention. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Like man, I been striking out on dates recently. You think it's you think it's because I had gravy in my pants? Think she could tell? White or brown? White <laughs> or brown gravy? Oh, okay. I thought you meant the date. It's like that's not appropriate. White or brown? Um, brown. Yeah. Brown. Smart answer. Brown gravy. Yeah. I remember uh, we used to go to. Luby's is one of these old cafeterias. Cafeterias are shutting down left and right. It's a shame. Oh, you ever been to one of these where all the old yeah. people would eat? Mm-hmm. You just line up. Yeah, what was it called? Heritage Cafe, I think. Good mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, you mashed potatoes, and that's it. And Jello. <laughs> oh, if I mean if soft food, it was a soft food haven. If you can't slurp it, I don't want it. Exactly. I mean, just so easy to get down your gullet. Yeah, it was like I was in space when I ate there. Right. Everything could be consumed via straw. Yeah, it was kind of just MREs warmed up, I think. (laughs) It was great. Green jello, I think, was all I went. Dude, you ever had those things that grandmas call, uh, they'll call it like, the word salad is in it, but it is not a salad. It's just like jello. That's what I meant. It's tricky. We're losing that in our (laughs) people, right? Our grandparents' generation, like you want a salad, and it was Jello with, with bits of vegetables and Jello. I mean, yeah. what a collaboration! My grandma would go nuts on the um. There, there would be marshmallows sometimes, like mini marshmallows in whatever she called a salad. I was like, this is, this is the way we start naming cl- things. Yeah, those cl- the closer we got to it's like when uh, Nelly and Tim McGraw teamed up for a song. Oh, sure, it's magic. It's yeah. kind of like our grandparents' version of that was, <laughs> let's put carrots orange carrots and the orange jello and it will actually be pretty good <laughs> that's a great reference thank Nelly you and tim mcgraw because it's all in my head i think about the jello and jello again that's nice what was your jello salad 
Um, what what Nelly Tim McGraw song was it? Or both? <laughs> no, I don't know what was in it because normally I was like, I'm just gonna have like the chocolate pie. Like if I'm gonna have a dessert, I, there's way better options than the jello. But it was like it was red. And some years there were pretzel sticks underneath it. Other years it was just like a gross looking, just like a goopy thing of red. Mm. <laughs> so mm. yum. Those are my options. But the Heritage Cafe is shut down. Same. Point being. Lube. No more cafeterias. No more lubies. Last time I was at Lubies, I happened to be driving by and I saw a nonagenarian just hit the deck in the pavement. A what? A nonagenarian. Non uh I think that's what it's called. Nonagenarian. It's a type of bird. <laughs> Majestic beast. <laughs> and the old couple, one hit the deck, hit his head, poor soul. Oh no. Me and my buddy ran up. We were like 18. And then the woman, I don't know, maybe in her panic, just, just, let me just tell you this. She was in there. She wasn't having any green jello. It looks like she had just a big old bowl of spinach artichoke chip. Okay. I saw it. Oh, like in her mouth? Or what do you mean? Uh, Out of her mouth. This is like a gravy in the pants situation? No. Where is the dip? Um, on the pavement. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so her husband falls and she's yaks? Yeah. That's a, a fun reaction. Whammy. Yeah. Reaction. So we were there kind of like, uh. And we did more, which we were certified trained lifeguards. Yeah. Let's talk lifeguard training. CPR, check. Yeah. Um, how to save a kid in the water, check. You just pick him up. <laughs> put him on the side. Yeah. And Do you ever have to go get a brick? No, for a kid who was acting up or something. Yeah. So what you do? Well, no, it wasn't for a kid acting up. They would make us all dive down, go get a brick from the bottom of the pool, and then you would go and you would put like some uh, kind of cement kind of texture on it, and you would put it on like this wall, and then you just do that over and over again until you had like built like kind of this like little shed. Our lifeguard teacher was kind of weird. Um, There's another time we had to dive down for two by fours. And then you'd bring those up, you'd dry them off, and we'd dive down for like hammers, and then we'd dive down for nails, and we'd like dive down for sheetrock. And am I on? Am I high right now? I'm so <laughs> confused. I'm just, I was trying to do a bit like he just had us doing manual labor for him. <laughs> I just in the while swimming. Because the brick thing is true. Like that's a that's a part of like lifeguard training. They'll have you dive down. Can you swim back up with like something heavy? Yeah. If, for when this nine pound baby is at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> Let's make sure you can get that. I uh, I remember lifeguard training at camp. People were throwing up left and right. Did you ever do that? Man, you were... Were you... Was this lifeguarding for the Navy SEALs? Um, No. It was just... Uh, I don't know. Normal so lifeguard training. Yours is pretty some, chill. I don't know. There's no puking involved. We were at lubies. <laughs> did you do any uh, mouth-to-mouth? Like on another person? I don't know. Whoever needed saving. We de- definitely not another person, did y'all? No, not, okay. no, I don't know. How do you practice that though? Uh, we there's like a dummy with like a like a removable mouth guard or whatever. Really? Spread germs, yeah. And you could watch it like inflate its <laughs> chest or whatever. No way, actually. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fun. It's like so a... you didn't do that. What training did you get? <laughs> I'm so confused what we're talking about. That is fun. That is cool. You're getting bricks and stuff. I did not touch any bricks, and I did practice mouth-to-mouth. Huh. 
Well, maybe they give different lifeguards different training. Like, okay, there's a kid at the bottom, but he can still breathe fine. All right, all my bricks, go, go, go. And then it's like, all right, he's not breathing. All right, all my, all my kissers, get in there. I remember I, we did have to practice on each other, like the proper holds, like you come up under the armpits and kind of, so that would get pretty intimate. Okay. Uh, so to ease the tension, I would just whisper, I would just whisper, daddy's gotcha. That's nice. To my classmates. <clears throat> and that would kind of, yeah. Comic relief. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I was on the um, women's basketball practice squad team in college. And uh, just speaking about uncomfortable positions, everything was fine. Everything was cool. Really enjoyed it. Did it for four years. You want a man situation? Um, no, I dressed as a man. Um, they knew oh. I was a man. That They asked me to be there. Um, there were like five of us guys. That's we scrimmaged them. Uh, Aged the well. Only time it was pretty uncomfortable and I did not enjoy it was the... Uh, because normally we just scrimmage and it was just fun. But every now and then they'd have us do drills with them. And one day they were working on the girls blocking out. They needed to block out better. And so I don't know why they didn't just block out each other. Like, all right, guys, you shoot a shot and go as hard as you can to try and get an offensive rebound. And so one of two things would happen. One, the girl would not block out very hard. And now it just feels like we're at the Hakkasan in Vegas and she's just grinding on me. I'm like, I don't like how this feels. You know, she's just putting her butt on me. Yeah. Or two... They are coming at me like a freight train. And as a guy, I feel like there's a little bit of respect. I don't care what sport you're in, but it's like you don't go for the gonads. There is some respect. Even if if you're the guy who really goes all out against a girl in a female sport, they're just like... They're, you You can only treat them so equally in that. <laughs> you can't just run them over like you would a guy. Well, I mean, even just like my my area was just so vulnerable just a girl just, just blocking out. me out by blocked blocking me out, out. yeah dude out. i was like i mean i was covering up i was like shielding my body i was like can i go home yeah. this hurts ah quit i'm not gonna go for any more offensive rebounds i'm not I, doing it and then to kind of ease the tension when she blocked me out i said daddy's gotcha and then i did get to go home after that because <laughs> i was fired so um funny yeah works better in a pool i guess great minds think alike <laughs> i was uh when I was like in sixth grade, I would practice with my my coach. Also coached like in competitive like a tenth, eleventh grade girls team. So we would scrimmage against each other. Cool. And uh, they're definitely a little better than us. Quite an age gap, but yeah, we got these beast girls. I was like twelve years old. <laughs> I could barely talk to a girl, let alone I'm supposed to deer up. Yeah, it was terrifying. Close out on one. I can't close on one. <laughs> well said <laughs> I couldn't do it yeah pull up from three I can't pull one I can't pull, even pull one <laughs> check in the game I I can't even check in on her they're not checking me out they're not checking me out <laughs> shoot my shot <laughs> how uh, I will pass I will pass to someone else better looking let them shoot their shot yeah a lot of similarities here it's great yeah, it was a weird way to learn but it was fun. I, yeah, and then I've, have you ever been that guy in dodgeball camp or something, something, and you happen to be the guy that the ball got a little sailed on you and you just nearly took a girl's head off? <laughs> it's a bad feeling. Yeah, it's a lose-lose. You can't go too hard against them, and it's like, okay, calm down. But then they get you out, and it's like, wow, you couldn't even couldn't even get out against, you know, get her Years out. ago, I did a co-ed, like, intramural thing in the city, co-ed basketball. And there's this one game where a girl, like you tell, she she's competitive and she played a little bit. She had no problem just putting her shoulder into you. Mm-hmm. 
and she started scoring a little bit. And then you, your pride kicks in. You're like, initially, you're like, I can't. I'm not gonna like get physical with yeah. this woman. I don't know. And then she scores me a few times. Like, all right, I guess I'm about to. I'm about to beef up to this girl. She's not about to score a few points. So then I'm playing. We're like getting physical with this woman. It was a crazy feeling. You know, it'd be great as you get to the point. I mean, the most beta move you could do is like take a charge on a girl. Just drives in. That would yeah. be incredible. We're going the other way. Yeah. Clap in her face. I'm proud of you as a woman for taking. I, I'm taking charge, <laughs> which I not in that way. <laughs> that would be great. Just get so fired up. Like, hey, I'm, next time now, I'm going to take a charge on her. She needs to learn. She needs to learn. She needs to learn. You know what? Women can't just run all over us, men. <laughs> Stand our ground. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I had a good time doing it. The girls were always... They would usually beat us if it was like a half-court game. Like if they could run their plays and run their sets, they would usually do all right. But if it was like full court, we could like run up and down. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was a good time. Talk talk trash. Um, Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Smart. I felt very comfortable um, saying anything at all. So yeah, I, I definitely felt, you know, comfortable enough to talk trash to the woman literally from the amazon yeah it was no problem i uh we've got new tour dates like we said trakeenacom slash tour go get them very soon i i uh had a nice month or two off but i got back on stage over the weekend uh had a great time went up did a couple 50 minute sets uh i don't know if anyone was there i don't know if any recties were there say hey if you did dm me but we made a couple fans there but had a great time i first set went great and the second set the show was the crowd was a little flat it's never a good time when you come out and you're just like are you excited for tonight and they just make no noise (laughs) like this is the only this is like the only guaranteed time you're supposed to like say something yeah that really resets the the barometer of how the night's gonna go if they're not even cheering for that then it's like how am i supposed to make them laugh they don't even clap when I say clap, basically. Mm-hmm. I felt like I... So the show bombed a little bit. I felt like when I, I walked out, there's a guy at the bar getting a drink. He goes, hey, man, really funny stuff. And it felt like maybe a pity one where he's like, I know no one just laughed. Oh, no. For, uh, maybe it wasn't that. It was after... There were some people laughing. There was, there was not very many people in the room. Uh, but the f- first show was a lot of fun. You just never know sometimes. There's there like a huge table of college kids, which, dude, I don't know about you. When I was younger... I feel like it's a very popular thing to watch stand up and just be like, I I mean, I could funner than this guy. Yeah, that's why I haven't read the comments on any of my special. I'm so embarrassed to look back. Like, 16-year-old me, dude, I, I thought it was funnier than every comedian out there. Yeah. <sighs> this is funny. Yeah, you haven't been humbled yet. You're, most people come pretty confident. I've said this before. I think if everyone was required to go and do a three-minute set at an open mic, stand-up comedy would be like the most popular form of entertainment in the country <laughs> i think that that's a good point it's hard to wrap your head around until you do it and you're like wow that's actually really impressive what he's doing because it looks easy especially when you watch the big time guys it just looks look like they're real. just talking they're just kind of talking like i've made friends laugh before this is this is what i do on game night that's any comedian's like worst thing when you're, you know people are like i don't know but maybe he, i mean i feel like he he could do it too. You're like telling about your stand up, which you've spent how many hours trying mm-hmm. to do. And they're like, well, he could do it. He says funny stuff sometimes. You got to meet my my buddy Chet. Yeah. He is so funny. I he mean, would, you should, do you guys need an opener? 
Yeah, I think, I mean, has he done before? No, but he's, like, over a cocktail, he's made us laugh a lot. Yeah, like, we're so. in a group text with him, and, like, we're always, like, ha in his messages, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's one of those guys. <laughs> like, shout out uh, uh, Accenture when I bombed doing my, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Virtual stand-up act. Yeah. They were trying to, like, our CEO, he is so oh, funny. Yeah. You've got to, like, work him into your material. Oh, easy. Which I didn't do. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I love that the guy still told you funny stuff. Was it like a, hey, man, hey, funny stuff tonight. It was like, hey, funny stuff. Get him next time. No, he, it seemed very genuine. I'm probably being cynical. I uh, know what's the word. Has a fan ever come up, to, come up to you and be like, I don't want to tell you this, but like, I was like, maybe have you ever thought about like, joking like this or that? And they give you a suggestion. You're actually like, that wasn't bad. And it's <laughs> it was, really a frustrating. It's actually a like, good suggestion. Yeah, that actually wasn't like the worst suggestion. Don't definitely don't do that to comedian ever again, but that wasn't but bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I had a lot of people come up to me and say like, you know what my favorite part of the night was? And I'm always like excited. Like, oh, cool. Like specific feedback. This is great. And then they will tell me one of the jokes that you said. And I was like, well, that was me. Or like, honestly, just as many times they, they would tell me something like, I can't believe you're from Maine. I was like, well, that was Lucas. So, well, it makes feel better. feel any better. People are idiots in other ways, too. So many at least want a show, I think, would be like, but by the way, we're really here for Jake. <laughs> I'd be like, well, he's performing, so I'm glad you're here. People are so bold sometimes. They they see you as this like celebrity status, yeah. like, oh, he's invincible. We could say anything. This will be a cheeky thing to say. Yeah, it's like <laughs> crushing me deep down. <laughs> Jake, you're off the show. People like you more than me. Yeah, I don't know why people say stuff yeah. like that. I know. I feel like the response, I never, they never get what I want. I think they want me to like get kind of like razz them back. I'm just like, cool. Cool, yeah. I mean, I asked him to be a part oh, of the yeah. show, I'm, so I'm... He is here. I see why you would be here if, you're, if you like him. I don't. I you've definitely bought the meet greets for me. I, you, yeah, you get that right. I don't. I think some people generally pissed. Like, where's Jake? I'm like, what? And what description? Yeah, where what? did you come up with the idea? He's like, not my name right is nowhere. Now. My face is nowhere. Like, but maybe, mm-hmm. maybe he'll be in the the most expensive tickets. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. But I, yeah, it but it got me really excited to get back on stage. I was I was kind of enjoying my break. I was a little nervous. I was kinda of like, I don't know, but it's gonna be fun. So get your tickets. It is gonna be fun. It's great and it's nice to know that we've we have so much more under our belt compared to the last time we went out to comedy clubs and we're just out there just like 
just so nervous. Like this truly could go terribly. Right. At so least now we at least we have a clue what's happening now. Yeah, which is a great feeling. Oh, it's gonna be fun. I can't wait. Be back in the comedy clubs again. I'm sure we'll get a handful of ones that like don't have air conditioning or something. Yeah, or they're like, hey, your hotel room is next to the ice chest, so bring a blanket. Right. The green room is just like. It's literally in the freezer. Like, bring a jacket. The green room doubles as a freezer. <laughs> and don't touch the meats hanging from the ceiling. We got to serve those. They're fresh. <laughs> don't tell them. I love doing comedy clubs during COVID. And we'd have some of these comedy clubs, you have to like walk through the dirty kitchen to get there. And oh, yeah. Everyone, mask required. And you just walk by the workers slaving over a meal, just no mask. Oh, like, I mean, borderline sweating into the soup. It's like, I guess that's okay. Oh. I love the feeling of your feet sticking to the floor in those kitchens too. Mm-hmm. That was great. Oh, just, just gross. Um, I loved, uh, the local comics getting like one of our names wrong into the microphone, not like privately, but like, Hey, just want to make sure it's Jake triplet. Got it. Give a big round of applause for Drake coming to the stage. Almost, Drake. almost excited for that to happen again. It'll be fun. Yeah. I'm excited for the comedy clubs once again to freak out when we say, hey, we brought a computer. Whoa, okay, could have no used that. We'd like up. to show a video. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, if I go to any of my friends' houses in the country, they know how to show a video. Have you guys figured that out yet? They're like, do you have it on the DVD? <laughs> no, I don't have a DVD. Dude, I went to, uh, I had to get this, like, scan for some, like, nothing thing on my body. Okay. And she's like, we're sending this to your doctor. Uh, it's like a, I don't know, scan on my, I have shoulder problems or something. She's like, uh, we'll send it to the doctor, but do you also want a copy? I, I'm burning the DVD right now. <laughs> oh my gosh! She's like, you pop it in your computer and use it. I'm like, computers don't, those don't even come on a computer anymore. I would get a new doctor right then and there. You're using DVDs, so, and she was like, too nice. I was like, no, I'm good. She's like, are you sure? It's already no, seriously, it's a like, you know what, Katie, cancel that reservation. Yes, I want it. <laughs> We're gonna pop this thing on tonight. I'm about to track down a blu-ray player yeah i don't even know where you go you try to get lucky at a thrift store I we're guess. gonna look at this massive gray and white matter that i can't you can't even read yeah rachel last week texted me and said hey quick question um do you have any stamps i could borrow and i said for as long as you know me don't ever ask me if i have stamps, stamps. okay for the rest of my life just know now just Am I 97 just, years old let me get ahead of it right now i will never have stamps okay so so don't ask oh check Checkbook, some, some yeah. Old man checked the pool at the studio. He's like, check only, old school. <laughs> Get it upgrade. Finally, I was at the golfing range, and the cart girl finally had a capability to swipe my card. Oh my gosh! I've been to too many where they're like, "What do you want a Bud Light?" It'll be three dollars. Sure. She's like, uh, "Could you read off your card number to me? I'm going to write it on a piece of paper." I'm like, <laughs> what? Do I need to order like a square thing for you? I think it's thirty nine ninety nine. You guys running a whole golf course. I've lost two credit cards in the last three months because they say, we're going to have to run this at the, at the pro shop. Just come get it when you're done. You know, one thing not on my mind after I've played four hours of golf is running back up to get a credit card. Or what happened this weekend is I actually pay in cash. I'm trying to speed things along. And she's like, all right, it's um, 375 or something like that. And I was like, all right, here's a five. She's like, ooh, I don't have any change. I was like, guess I'm tipping you 125. All right, <laughs> smart. Good for you. Pretty crafty. And another old timey thing or whatever. This isn't as bad as stamps, but I was on the phone with my mom on the way here. And because I'm about to go out to like, 
Arizona, Utah this week, but I'm going to see her tomorrow night. And she was like, do you need any camping gear or anything? Or not, not even camping, just like hiking gear. I was like, no, I, I, first of all, hiking boots are a sham. You can hike in Nikes just fine. And she's like, what about like a camelback? Or like, ooh, I do have some hiking poles. And I said, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. I will never, I will have to be, uh, you know, in a Stephen Hawking-like state before I use poles to walk around. Just pull it. It a neighborhood jaunt. I'm 30 years old. Out. I can't walk without a pole. How? What does my mom think my like athletic state is? Hey, you gotta get those arms pumping too, man. No, I can walk on my. That's that's gonna be my boomer thing. I'm not not using poles to walk. These kids and their poles. <laughs> <clears throat> that's great. I did say yes to the camel pack though. I'm excited about that camelback. Dude, I I wish that was more acceptable. I just wear one all the time, man. I would be so much more hydrated High if it was connected Gatorade to me. There. Yeah. yeah. I thought about that. I, I was afraid of like going viral or something, but I was like, if I camel back to this plane ride and I just stuck it in my mouth the whole time, no mask. No mask. <laughs> I debated that, but I thought <laughs> I'm, I might upset people, which I don't need to do. So I, I said, didn't do it. Okay. Could have gone viral though. Oh, if the views viral. ever get low on the channel, just go do that. Yeah. Um, I sat next to a woman on a plane about a year ago who had a breathing tube in. And she didn't have to wear a mask. And because I'm good at small talk, I don't know if I've told the story before on the podcast, but I asked her, uh, what's the breathing tube for? Just something light, just making conversation. Mm-hmm. And, How um, much time you got left? <laughs> so what's kind of the ETA, if you know what I mean? Arrival to heaven. <clears throat> How much time? Use poles when you walk. Is this your last flight? or <laughs> Where are we headed? <clears throat> yeah. You, like if we hit turbulence, are you going to be scared or is it like, ah, it's happening anyway? Kind of I just want to make sure I'm being a good passenger to you. <laughs> <clears throat> but I said, what's the breathing tube for? And dude, no, no joke. She had to look down at her wrist and she wasn't, this woman's not crazy old. All right. I'm not making fun of a hundred year old woman. She had to look down at her wrist because engraved into this like kind of bracelet thing was like a list of her like problems. Oh, yeah, it was like hospital bracelet things were like yes yeah. we're taking this personal hospital so much well i just will tattoo it on them like look I, at the forearm I, yeah i'd never seen that before fibromyalgia yeah so now every time this woman looks at her wrist she's like oh yeah but it's 7 30 and i have cystic fibrosis <laughs> she just gets reminded every time or pm like if we just had our problems on our wrist just walking around mm. not very punctual <laughs> yeah, yeah i got that last time i went to the yeah, hospital yeah. i went for a checkup and it came out and said tardy Co- often super high cholesterol <laughs> and um gossips behind his friend's back okay i feel like i went it yeah. i was expecting like medical issues slept on couch last night <laughs> wife unhappy hasn't apologized yet hasn't apologized yet <laughs> like updates by the minute yeah i love the idea of just your ailments on your wrist Spends 20 hours a week researching fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> Take a look. Nice woman, though. That's oh, good. you know what this was? I did tell this story in the podcast, I think, because this is the same woman who woke me up and asked me how arms, or how long my arms were. This is the same woman. How long are your arms? How are those arms? <laughs> if I die, how high can you lift me up towards heaven? Because we're close, I've heard. <clears throat> well, hope she's well. Those arms are normal length. Yeah, I'd right. say yeah, proportionate. I, I say the camera adds 10 inches. <laughs> <clears throat> How's that? Get ya. <clears throat> Dude, I had another um, boomer golf interaction. 
I told you about one off the pod. This is separate. This is not even the one I already told you about, but I'm playing like, I'm on like hole three and it's like high noon and it, the heat index is, I don't know, how high does it go? 95? Or no, sorry, I'm going to say the UV index. UV index is like, you know, 11 or 12 or something. And so I'm like, I cannot be out here. I mean, look at my, then you show me my arms again. Look at just how like white and translucent yeah, my skin is. Yeah. And so I was like, I've got sunscreen in the car. And so uh, I was like, this could be kind of annoying, but let's like backtrack really quickly. I got to get the sunscreen. And so I tell the group behind us, I'm like, hey, sorry, I'm going to the car real quick. You guys go ahead and play, whatever. I even like explain to them the sunscreen. I'm like, I don't know why. I drive away and I'm like making fun of myself. I'm like, why did I tell them all that information? I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, SPF 50, you'd be surprised. You still have to reapply you with SPF reapply. 50. I don't know. Just... And what you guys are doing, the UV index, you guys checked the UV index, right? I don't so, think I've looked at the UV index once in my life. I've well, never even heard of such a thing. You have good complexion. <laughs> People like Derek and I need to know the UV oh, index. Oh, we're double digits today. People out there know. You know, you got to check. It's high noon. Yeah, it's up to like 11 or 12. You're like, we're like on the equator right now, basically. So I'm making fun of myself. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know why I like said all that much. I just tend to over communicate sometimes. We get back. We resume where we're at, you know, maybe four minutes later. It was so quick. And um, we play another hole or two, and then a, a marshal comes up. And I'm kind of joking, like, what did we do wrong this time? He stops us. He's like, young man, look, you can't just be driving around my golf course doing whatever you want. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, uh, the group behind you called and complained and told us that you, you skipped them. And I was like, yeah, uh, I just left something in my car and just, Went, got it really quickly and just picked up right where I left off. He's like, well, you see, the thing is that when you when you drive past them, they don't know what's going on. They don't know what you're doing. And I was like, I'm, I'm playing golf. What do you mean? What are the options here? I, I have a golf club in my hand and every few like, hundred like, yards. some long-armed freak <laughs> just driving laps around the course is what I'm getting told. And it's all he's just screaming, UV index 12, <laughs> UV index 12. He won't stop. Driving all over the court. Uh, you got to understand, <laughs> people are confused. I thought he was saying four. He was talking about the UV index yesterday morning was a four and he didn't need it. It was very confusing. And so I was like, okay. And he's like, and so we just don't know, like, we just don't know what you're doing. And the group behind you, and he like was even like cursing at me. He goes, they didn't know what the bleep you were doing. And I was like, okay. this is What like, the bleep are you doing? And this is like so extreme. And I was like, I mean, do I need to go? I was like, so whenever I, and I got kind of a little snarky with him too. I was like, so if I ever forget something in my car, do I need to go around to every hole and tell every golfer like what I forgot and like how long it'll be? He's like, no, no I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Just the the groups they they just they don't know what's going on when you drive past them. I was like, okay, well, I mean, but still the point. And he was just like, we just we ask that you keep the carts in the fairways and just let the groups know if you're going to be passing them. I was like, okay, dude, like. What, kind of, what rule yeah. is this? It just sounded like it had no re resolution at all. <laughs> no, it was just like okay. So don't and don't ever look them in the eye. And don't, don't look them in the eye. That's a cardinal sin on the course. And if I had to guess, don't bring up the 2020 election either. Mm -hmm. Don't bring that up. <laughs> if you see him playing from the senior tees, do not <laughs> say the T word. We'll ban you from the course. I just, like you said, it's every time I go out, I swear, I just can't avoid oh, it. Man. Some old man will talk to me. It's like, I guess I'm in trouble. And the frazzle meter goes up. Now I'm frazzled. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Every time I saw that little old man with his car the rest of the day, I was like, I've done something wrong. And then 
Next three times it's home. It's just a light wave. It's a light wave. We were, we were doing just fine. That's good. I, uh, but I also, I find myself just still just unraveling on the golf course. I nearly got in a, I was at the golf, at the range part where people had their carts, uh, parked and I got in the wrong cart and nearly drove off. This guy had his like keys and everything in it. He's like, hold on, hold on. He's actually pretty cool about it. I'm like, well, I probably deserved a good talking to you for that. <laughs> so thanks for being cool. That's pretty funny. You just drove off in someone's cart. Oops. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're filming, we were filming more golf content next week. So I look forward to our story of surely someone will be mean to us. Someone will call the pro shop, which I love. We didn't really talk about that. The, Cause you got to think about like, okay, you're uh four older guys playing golf. Someone drives past you and you are so upset by this act, this heinous act that you're like, we got to, we got to tell somebody. A little tattletale. We have to tattle. We, have to, rat. we have to call the pro shop and be like, Hey, you got to get a load of this. See, there's men driving around to play golf. See, yeah, they need a little... Maybe we just need to... You know what we need to do? What happens in certain... You know, you think of the mafia or the mob or some, You know, snitches, they get stitches, right? Yeah, they, yeah, the, yeah. the rats, they get the worst treatment. <laughs> I think next time, if we get tattled on, just beat them over the head with an 8-iron. <laughs> like the mob would. With probably an 8-iron. They probably would use an 8-iron. You know, at yeah. all the clubs. Mm-hmm. Good length to it. It's got enough weight to it. It's got a nice slope on it where you could, you could, uh, you could probably lacerate it without <laughs> fracturing the skull. Yeah, I think we should try and okay. Not only do we bring our, you know, we bring our cameras, we bring our golf clubs, we bring sunscreen. Obviously, mm-hmm. we bring a squirrel trap, and we set a few of these up the night before, and we trap some squirrels. And if anyone rats on us, we will cut the heads off the squirrels, and we will leave it in the hole. They go to oh good putt good putt good Jerry play. good putt Jerry go get your ball oh my gosh oh, squirrel head it's because we ratted on the young gentleman just a note tied to it it said yeah don't rat on us P.S. we know it's a squirrel but they're, <laughs> they're, but they're more abundant in this area I it's mean a wooded course you've seen the amount of squirrels here right yeah it, you get it you get the metaphor <laughs> good luck on your next tee box don't call the pro delete the pro shops number from your phone I know yeah. you have it in there. It's annoying. <laughs> Problem solved. Boom. That's the plan. I can't wait to hear yeah, the trouble we get in next week. Oh, the views that get on YouTube. <laughs> the group behind us ratted on us, so we left a dead animal head in the hole. Gone wrong. <laughs> For a whole match play, mafia style, what animal's head did we cut off? <laughs> a couple titles of workshopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. The older, the better. Mm-hmm. I hope they keep getting older behind us. So uh, you, you ran out to the great state of Utah. Yeah. Flying into Vegas and then we'll kind of bebop around southern Utah, northern Arizona. See some national parks. It'll Terrific. be fun. Yeah. Haven't done a vacation like that in a while. Good. That'll be fun. I am. Uh, I've just been chilling, man. I'm excited. I'm getting back on stage again this weekend and uh, just getting geared up to hit the road again a little bit excited it's gonna be very fun um you know something that's maybe podcast worthy to talk about last week maybe even two weeks ago we shot this very efficient um afternoon at chili's so we went to chili's to mm-hmm. shoot um another just like you know white dad at chili's a uh, little tiktok we went there of course also to chow down on some cajun chicken pasta with no tomatoes please and then we also shot part of a video that's coming out 
maybe it's out now um middle class flex and yes. so it was just like you know kind of an mtv cribs or like pimp my ride style video where it's just like the suburban guy like i got a two-car garage it's got tons of crap in it yeah um, it's a funny video like that and so we're like while we're at chili's let's get some like you know chain restaurant jokes or whatever so if you guys have been at chili's there's a big pepper outside of it like a big you know just it's their logo basically in the ground and so we were like Ooh, let's get some shots outside of this so um trey's doing some jokes squatting by the pepper but they're like uh, actually hold on wait there's people walking up and the same time at the same chilies that we are going to shoot a video at this pepper this like couple comes up and just has an entire photo shoot on the pepper and so we're just awkward i mean we are four feet away just kind of watching this photo shoot happen and trey goes to the mathematical odds of this happening right now i mean the timing it was like how often are people getting we had to uh, wait our pictures? turn yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh. we find ourselves in line to shoot pepper content. one thing i never thought we have to do is, is 2 p.m on a thursday we're gonna, let's grab let's shoot a quick tiktok at two chilies and grab some lunch and we had to wait our turn <laughs> i mean they were they were uh they're definitely uh like four like i don't think they they definitely looked like middle eastern and i think i heard them like not speaking english yeah no i would i would say that's so, probably accurate uh, i mean they're probably like oh my look how good look how big this pepper is i mean <laughs> america's unbelievable this is nuts hey, you going to chili's what can i get for you sir i'll take one of those peppers i saw outside yeah, this is america <laughs> i don't know what why they landed in the outskirts of <laughs> missouri town but man had to wait our turn. Shocking. And to be fair, we were there first. And mm -hmm. they just, they kind of alphaed us and they got in there and we're like, after you, sir. We had some excellent service though. I mean, that guy took care of us. Yeah. The, like the manager came and asked us how we were doing. There's a lot of people in there. A lot of folks. Thursday. Yeah. Treating themselves. You know what's good when your waiter's sweaty? You know he hustles. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's got a black t-shirt and jeans on. And he is scooting around that floor. I had to gonna... check and see if he had roller right. on. And you could smell You could smell that he like ate the food too. Yeah. Yeah. No what, how he was sweating it out. Yeah. He'd had skillet so. queso for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Made me feel good. I agree, man. That man, was a lot of fun. That skillet queso was good though. I don't have it enough. Man. The Velt. We whipped out a... Man, I, I think I'm... Like if I did 23andMe, I'd be 3% Velveeta. Yeah. I was raised on it. I, mean, I think I think I went straight from Formula to Velveeta. We we get together for old family weekend. It's kind of tradition. Get that Velveeta microwaved. That Rotel Yum. dip. Oh yeah. I don't know who I don't know who combined that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know who thought of that. Uh, we don't. I, you know you don't have it much anymore. But you can't you can't get around that it's good until you let it come to room temp and it turns into kind of like a play doh. Yes, yeah, viscosity. It seems like a texture that if it was in a, like an above ground pool, you could walk on it. Yeah. If you were quick enough, if you were light enough on your feet. Right. It's like, it's like a above ground pool with a cover on it. <laughs> yeah. And if you stepped on that cover, <laughs> you'd kind of feel underneath like, okay. It's like a waterbed. Yeah. If we kind of remove this film on top, we could go swimming down here. But we can't. Um, but, you know. Dude, Velveeta does harden up quick. And it's time. Then you just re-microwave it, but it's not the same. Yeah. That first microwave hits different. And then oh. you kind of start to, you see, you're like, I don't, cheese shouldn't, shouldn't have so many forms. <laughs> like a solid is a gas, liquid or a solid. Uh -huh. But Velveeta is like, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's got at least six different forms. Yeah. Velveeta takes the shape of its container. It takes the shape of the air around it. It's it, the shape it of its, <clears throat> of the human. Yeah. It becomes the shape of a five foot it 10 male. Produces a lot of gas. <laughs> Velveeta is amazing. Solid. 
can be frozen solid like obsidian. <laughs> so many forms. Yeah. can use it to cut diamonds. It's hard. Liquid gold. Have you ever actually done 23andMe or anything like that? I have not. Have you? I'm not curious enough. Or I guess I'm just not, I'm not an ethnic enough guy that, like, where it'd be interesting. Yeah. It'd just, just be, like, white. Yeah, if I had a little color in me, it'd, it'd be interesting. Like, whoa, Panamanian. I thought Spanish or I don't know. But it's, like, any answer I get is going to be, like, yeah, that may, Polish, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I don't really... Some people... <clears throat> I don't really get. I, it might be interesting to see. I see some people get it, and they're like eighteen different things. I'm like, have have we mixed these countries for that long? I don't really get it. That's a good point. I'm like, how did like I apparently apparently because my grandparents got into it a little bit. Apparently, I'm part Indian, Native American. Interesting. That is okay. Sorry, the I word. Got it. And I, I get you know when did when did a Native American pop into the family tree? I guess it happened, but it's like. But it's like I know I met my I've met my parents, my grandparents, my great grandparents. And they are none not of, Native American. None of them had relations with the Native American. So then and, my great And their ancestry would be European, right? The, um so at least yeah, once my mom's side's European pretty quick. Like when when she gets like grandparents, great grandparents, it's all European. So I guess someone on my dad's side was, you know Out exploring. Lying with wolves, if you know what I mean. <laughs> And I, I'm sorry, I don't, I guess like my great, great, great grandma might be Native American. Or yeah. I don't know what the math is, but that seems, I don't, yeah, I don't, I just don't know when that would have happened. It is, it is fun to think about when like, your, yeah, your great, great, great grandma danced with a wolf and the wolf danced back on yeah. her. That is beautiful. Choctaw, baby. <laughs> nice. Mm. Chuck I know. Tall, probably baby. the truth is horrific. So I'm glad well, 23 doesn't say that. You it's like you. There was this many slaves in your family tree. You're like, okay, whoa, well, okay. That doesn't make me feel good. Well, at least I don't have to wear sunscreen as often. Whew. <laughs> good. I don't have to worry about the UV index. Thanks to a couple of those Native you American owned slaves. No, because the Native Americans. <laughs> they weren't slaves. Well, I guess they were. I don't know how it works. Okay. <laughs> Native American's going to give you a little more pigmentation. If you... We'll move on. <laughs> Who enslaved to? <laughs> I've never heard the word. That's good. We've moved on. We well, didn't cover that. Good. We yeah. didn't cover it. Where I grew up. Well, yeah, that's probably sadly partially true. I didn't, I didn't get the whole picture. <clears throat> out, of the, out, in the health, out in history class in the portables... Do you ever have a class in a portable? I know. I don't know what that is. Mm, you weren't in the big leagues, man. About in the big school, they get so big, they had to bring in this basically, basically like a trailer to go host a couple classes in. For like the bad kids? No, just like, are we've run out of classrooms? So I had, I had a health, I had a history class and a health class out at the portable. Oh, sounds you like a big school a, thing. It was just parked in the parking lot, basically a trailer. Air conditioned? Yeah. Oh, nice. But I mean, they weren't. You know, it felt like a, it felt like a pretty obvious ladder of like the. It wasn't like the best teachers who were out in the portables. You know, you kind of had this coach, yeah, coach history teacher who sat in a trailer to teach all day, and you just kind of, whatever, whatever happens, happens out there. Dang! So that was just like a teacher's classroom for the whole year, which is the trailer. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, that sucks. That was seemed just because what your school was just growing too fast. They just didn't have room. Yeah, I guess so. Or they just they it sounds like they offered too many classes. I think it's just yeah, the population is growing, more kids. They can't build build the school. Bar- I mean, by the time I when I was there, they were building a whole building dedicated to just freshmen. So I guess we were growing. Wow, considerably. How many different trailers were there? Uh, maybe I remember just like three. You just walk out, and there's like three lined up. Nice. I'm imagining kind of like a blood bank thing. Kind of, yeah. Like you just go in and... wasn't fancy. You come out and there's a band-aid on your elbow and you know more about health. Remember one of the portables is when I first watched the the classic movie Hot Rod. Okay. Blew my mind. I didn't know a movie could be so funny. (laughs) I remember that. Shrek 2 was that for me. Shrek 2. Saw in theaters. Better than one. Yeah. When I was 12. Mm -hmm. Hot Rod. Wait, what class did you watch that in? Health. Makes sense. He falls down the cliff. You learn about health. Mm-hmm. Physics. Physics. Yeah. You know, hey, be Launching care- off the bridge. You know, be careful. You can get injured. Doing yeah. Dangerous stunts. That's fun. I don't feel like we watched a ton of movies in high school, except for this one teacher, Mrs. Brown. She was not real bright, and she would get her classes confused a lot. You like, So she would come in, and she's like, all right, now I can't remember. Have you guys taken the test, or is that third hour? And then, of course, we just convince her. Yeah, we already took it. We took okay. it. Okay. But on the reverse, she would say, like, now I can't remember. Have you guys watched the movie yet? Or is that second hour? Like, no. What movie? Yeah. I, I remember last week you said that second hour loved the movie, but we never got to see it. Oh, okay. I mean, I can't keep you guys straight. We watched the same movie. I mean, like, four weeks in a row. That's It yeah. was awesome. We just had a good crew of kids and Miss Brown's got. We were all down. We, all, we didn't talk about it, but we knew what had to be done. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to watch Brilliant. this movie again. We're all on the same page. That's too bad. Because you have some really award-winning teachers out there, right? They care about the kids. They yeah. work hard. We're like, we need to pay the teachers more. And then you get a load of Mrs. Brown, <laughs> who's getting all this and benefits. She's showing movies. She's getting duped by 14-year-olds. Yeah. It's not giving teachers a good name. It is tough. Yeah. Because there are so many good teachers, but there are a good handful <laughs> Of just teachers who are so checked out. They've been doing it for 30 years. They don't care. They don't, you know, they're not even grading things. They're having people grade for them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the old student teacher scam. <laughs> oh, man. I'll never. I talked about this last time on the pod. The student teacher thing. Can we just hire students to do our jobs for us and not pay them? Because that sounds awesome. Yeah, that student sounds editor. Just experience. Stu- student writer. Experience. Figure this out. Figure out if you love or hate this now. <laughs> this is brutal. And I was, I was, student teachers were just like, it was like chum in the water, man. <laughs> oh, they didn't know how to handle a classroom. I'd like to go back and be a student teacher sometime in my 50s. Like, yeah, I think about getting into education. Just lay down the law. <clears throat> and like, we're bringing in a student teacher today. The class is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I come in like a golf marshal. Hey, hey, why are you guys driving? Dear, I didn't know what you were doing. Hey, when you I'm, dr- I'm a student. Yeah. You just teach them wrong stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Civil wars between the East and the West. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know who had slaves. We're going to figure it out today, class. Yeah, all right? We're going to figure it out. It does not affect your skin if you if your family had them. Okay. okay. Or does it? All that and more today. We're all gonna, that to more. We're going to do 25 and me. We're right? Do, it's a we're test. 25 and me. If you're part Native American, I can't explain that to you. Because <laughs> I, you know, I knew. You knew your great-grandparents, right? My high school was the Stratford Indians, so they didn't really teach us. You know, how it worked. It's kind of assumed. Being a teacher, I think, would be fun for, like, 
part of it. How would you deal with, as I always hear some of the worst parts of being a teacher, you got these parents, right? Mm. You didn't do this and that. How would you handle that? When I worked in youth ministry, the only aspect of it that I didn't like was dealing with the moms. Because <clears throat> the kids were great. You can give kids grace all day. They're what were some of the complaints you got from old uh, Karens, they call them? It was just like crazy. Like it was parents that cared too much. You know, it was like the way you and I grew up. It was is like, my son, is he getting in heaven? <laughs> is he? That's probably you, a buddy. good thing to care about. But is he on you, buddy? <laughs> it's on you. Yeah. What, what do you about, think? What about that old lady you sat next to? Is she, mm-hmm. she going to get the same treatment he does? They, yeah. What's her ETA? Yeah. No, they would care. They would be like, hey, so um, Jaden's small group didn't meet last week. And I saw on Instagram that their leader is in the Bahamas right now. Um, just wondering, like, how long that vacation is going to be and, like, if his small group even exists anymore. And it's like, what? He took one. He's just gone for this week. Like, everything's, it's fine. You know, like, my parents would have never cared, like, when I was a... So, like, is he, how long is he planning on, like, hating my child internationally? I <laughs> uh, just want to get that straight. Yeah. yeah, just stuff like that where it's like, you just... You know, it's good that you care and love your kids, but like this is just so like meticulous and just like see what I had. Uh, my first like legit kind of travel ball coach, sixth, seventh grade. He had a rule. He said, if you as a parent are you acting crazy in the stands, I bench your kid. He doesn't play the rest of the game. Oh. Solve that problem quick. So if you ever get back into that game, you say, hey parents, if you if you have certain opinions to say, keep them to yourself. If not, I'm gonna call God and I want to say. You know, let's put this one on hold because the parents acted up. Yeah, the first there's for, like they're gonna stand in line at the pearly gates until you until <laughs> leave you me alone. simmer down. Yeah, the first parent meeting, I'm gonna I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna have a Bible in one hand and I'm gonna have the book of Satan in the other. And I say, the second I start getting more than one email a month from you guys, we're starting to learn from this book right here. <laughs> yeah, right, the book of Satan. Yeah, okay, we'll do it. We're go- we're I'll still gonna it. meet weekly. If anything, we're gonna meet longer. We're gonna meet. Okay, a lot. but the the education that I give them, mm-hmm. the curriculum is gonna change if you start acting crazy. Yeah, all right. We'll start playing that mainstream music. <laughs> you gonna keep emailing me? Yeah. Do you want Toby Mac or you want Mac Miller? Okay. Where do you, where Which choice is yours? Where do you find the book of Satan? Is the is the, I don't know if that exists or if I gotta know somebody. I don't even know if they have a book or if yeah. it's just kind of like you kind of worship the ground and bugs, you know, do you, right. do you I, have a theology? Not, I've never come Satanism? across the book, but you never hear a Satanist like quoting scripture. Right. I don't run around with Satanists either. So I don't, nor do I, um, met one. let's get one on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Why not? If we start getting emails from fans, <laughs> hey, guess what? I started We're getting a third co-host. You're not going to like. <laughs> I think it would be interesting. I'm so scared. I remember I, growing up, there was always these rumors like there's this cold outside of the town. Out mm. there. If you see that over under that wilderness, I don't think it was true. Like they're out there. I remember there's one thing. It was called uh, the Philadelphia Church of God outside of where I grew up. And it's it was this weird, you know, it's not. It was kind of like it's a weird Satanist cult. It's they're not worshiping Satan in there, but it's some version of God Christianity. But I think it's bizarre. But they have this crazy compound that feels very culty. Kind of like around here, they have that uh, Unity. Yeah, Unity Village. Village. Yeah, there's one of those right around where I grew up outside of it's Oklahoma like there's something City. Something going on. And it, you, I remember as like when we were like 16, we drive out there and just kind of look at it and be like, oh, we you know you hear like tales of someone who would like hop the fence to like mess around in there and they're like held in their jail. 
probably not true either. <laughs> but it was. And then my dad would be like, oh, yeah, the guy that runs that, he comes into my business. And... He's a nice guy. <laughs> He's like, he just walks in, like, levitating. Oil changed. <laughs> I just... The guy just... can levitate, but he can't change his own, his own oil. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They say that about the uh, the devil worshippers. Not good with cars. <laughs> I was looking. The Philadelphia Church of God is a non-Trinitarian, Sabbatarian, fundamentalist. Yeah, once you start throwing multiple Arians in there, it's not good. I mean, look at look at Hitler. He was all about the Arians. And look what happened to Germany. So non-Trinitarian, Sabbatarian, fundamentalist church based in Edmond. Hmm. Non-Tarian? Non- Non-terrarium. They don't live in... Non-agrarian. Non-agrarian. You have to be 90 to be a part of it. Non-Trinitarian. Nobody's name is Trinity in there. They're they're not from Trinidad. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Anyone else is welcome. And Sabbatarian. CC Sabathia. um, Saboteur. They they sabotage people. Uh Cool. Okay. Fun. Just don't invite anyone from Trinidad. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Philadelphia Church of God. It's got to be confusing in Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't know. Not even near Philadelphia. I know. Philadelphia. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't have it. <laughs> Monkeypox. Monkeypox. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What? Here it uh, comes. What do I need to know? <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, I know nothing. I, mean, I kind of rolled my eyes. Right. I'm like, come on. Can you imagine if we? If a year from now we're all stuck inside, because of people are running around the streets, shouting like monkeys, is that what it is? To you? <laughs> that's what mad cow disease is. So I assume that's what monkeypox is. <laughs> monkeypox. They said, oh, it's kind of, I don't know, man. Surely not. I just googled monkeypox symptoms because I know nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, please. And I'm gonna read you the first sentence. Okay. Non-ganarian. Non-ganarian. These symptoms include single genital lesions. And sores on the mouth or anus. I am putting my mask on. <laughs> I will mask up for that. Start the pandemic now. <laughs> That's what code was missing. We just need some more brutal. They're like, oh, a little fever, cough. Yeah, I think we're fine. It's allergies. They're like, hey, COVID, this new variant of COVID-19. It's going to be it messing with your butthole. It makes your butthole close up. <laughs> like, oh, we would, I mean, no one, you'd shut down. Oh, yeah. Oh, you wouldn't see yeah. a person on the sidewalk and be like, just let us know when it's safe, Biden. <laughs> oh, my, I'm not risking it. Every small business you know is going under. China should have thought of that. If they start touching the butthole. When China makes another one. Keep that in mind. I don't know if they did. <laughs> just make but something something involving the, the next batch. Uranus. The clinical symptoms are similar to those of sexually transmitted infections. So, Ew. stay woke. How horrific if that went around. I didn't know you, those were the symptoms, did you? I thought it was like chicken pox or something. Because before, it's like you had this this weird anxiety when you'd, you'd be around someone in the height of the pandemic and you'd just kind of see them over there kind of going. <laughs> you'd be like, keep your distance. Like monkey pox goes around. You see someone just sit down gingerly. You're like, hey. Uh, everything good? Everything yeah, good. no, yeah, cool. Yeah. You guys want to... Do you have any uh, Vaseline? You guys want to stand up and watch the movie? Or? A, <laughs> you got it. Do you have any... Uh, you no, know, you can sit down. I'll stand up. <clears throat> I don't want to be rude. Do you have any sweatpants I could borrow <laughs> that are like dark? So they won't stain. Do you have... For no... I mean, no reason. 
I'm not asking for Huggies per se, but something like something with some layers to mm. or like <clears throat> pillow. Could a could donut? You fill up your toilet full of ice. <laughs> no reason. I <laughs> could get weird. That is such a good point. Yeah, hiding the cough versus hiding your anal rash. You just start walk. You should start having to really pay attention to how people walk. And they're just gonna start getting a wide yeah. gate. Like, okay, he's got them pox. <laughs> the impox. He's got them pox. Well, I hope hope everyone stays safe out there. No monkey pox. Thanks again for listening. Gosh, like subscribe. We're getting a new studio soon. We're gonna ramp up yeah, the podcast. Yeah, We're very yeah. excited. Um, so make sure you subscribe. Don't miss it. Talk to you soon. Peace. Correct opinion. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.